This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Now, here's your host, Wes Bleed. Thanks, Stacy, and hello from WQA Radio. This is podcast number 27. In this program, we'll talk with the new executive director of Plumbing Manufacturers International, Carrie Stackpole. We think that the components of the infrastructure bill that address water efficiency and safety uh, and provide funding for you know the water utilities and the you know the other water projects in the country uh, are certainly critically important. And we you know so we're. We're enthusiastic about that. Later, we'll have a regulatory update and we'll check in at the WQA News Desk. Coming up, my conversation with Carrie Stackpole of Plumbing Manufacturers International. Do you want to showcase your company's expertise and stand out in the water treatment marketplace? Then WQA's Business Excellence Program is the right choice for you. Business Excellence recognizes members that demonstrate a commitment to quality at the highest level. Membership plus certified products plus certified professionals equal business excellence. Go to wqa.org be to start the brief application process. And we're joined by Carrie Stackpole, the new executive director of Plumbing Manufacturers International. PMI is a a friend of WQA, you might say, one of the like-minded organizations working for the betterment of water quality. And Carrie, nice to have you on the program. Oh, it's great to be here. Tell us a little bit more about PMI. I think we could all benefit from that. Sure, sure. PMI is the organization that represents the uh, manufacturers of plumbing fixtures and equipment, uh, representing over um, 90% of the uh, products produced uh, in the United States. All right. And as you start this new position, what are your short and long-term goals? Sure. Well, the, you know, the first uh, goal, uh, I think, for anybody who starts a new position is to get better acquainted uh, with the members uh, and the member companies, and that's certainly the first one of the high priorities on my list. And the other is because we are an environment that uh, uh, is affected and influenced by uh, legislation and regulation. Um, My other priority is certainly to get acquainted with those individuals who are uh, in positions of policymaking, legislative uh, rulemaking, uh, and uh, other forms of regulation. So that's sort of the short term. Uh, The longer term goals are are really focused around things like focusing on water efficiency and sustainability, um, you know, helping people to use water more efficiently uh, is certainly a critical, uh, I think, issue for uh, our country. And then moving, you know, forward into the areas of, you know, health and safety and harmonizing codes and standards and working to um, make clear for, you know, not only um, consumers but for other users um, of plumbing fixtures sort of what, uh, what makes the most sense. Yeah, and water efficiency, water confer- conservation, that's been a focus of PMI. How did that develop, uh, uh, if you could take us back a little bit on that? Sure. Well, I think predominantly what um, what 
you see is that all of the all of the various plumbing fixtures, whether it's faucets or sinks or toilets or you know, whatever, um, for that matter, you know, um, garbage disposal, all all these devices are hooked to the water system. You know, they are all basically, if you think about it, they're you know, if they were plug and play, they'd be components that are basically all attached to the water system. And so you really can't talk about plumbing and plumbing fixtures without talking about water. Um, and increasingly, um, you know, I, it, it's not as prevalent, I think, in day-to-day thinking for most of us. We assume we go to the faucet, turn on the faucet, and clean water comes out. Um, but there, you know, I think when you look in the large picture, the big view, um, you know, part of it is really thinking about how do we make sure we're being efficient in the use of water? How do we avoid uh, wasting water um, that uh, we could otherwise divert or use for other things? The EPA Water Sense program has been around now for a few years. Uh, that is uh, in place to aid water efficiency and conservation across the United States. How's it working, in your opinion? Yeah, we we think it works really well, and there's a couple of reasons for that. One is that um, it really has, as people have migrated to Water Sense labeled products, uh, they have increasingly been able to save just trillions of gallons of water and reduce their water and energy costs. Uh, and so I think in, in that sense, it's working, it's working well. Um, you know, water sense fixtures use 20% less water uh, than most other fixtures. Um, and if, if, if Americans continue to, you know, pay attention to water sense products and bring those, uh, you know, install those into their homes, I mean, the water savings would be phenomenal. Yeah, so it's always a, a battle of making sure people are aware of, yeah. of what yeah, the program think, yeah, is. Yeah, awareness is yeah, awareness is certainly a big issue. Um, you know, you wanna you wanna encourage folks to uh, to get involved. But the nice thing is that from a consumer standpoint, this is a really nice straight up program because the products are marked. You understand what you're buying. You understand what it's you know what it qualifies as. Um, and so I think, you know, in that sense, the water, the water sense label has become a real value for consumers uh, and certainly a good way for manufacturers to identify you know, their unique approach to products. We're talking with Kerry Stackpole, the new executive director of Plumbing Manufacturers International here on WQA Radio. And, you know, we've heard some rumblings that maybe EPA water sense could be inactivated or uh, in some way affected, what would be the potential impact if that were to happen? Well, I think that's one of those places where it really would be, um, it would be a disservice to consumers because the reality is that um, customers and consumers are able to make informed choices, you know, utilizing the WaterSense program and the WaterSense labels. So I think ultimately, you know, if, it's one of those things if you, you know, like anything else in life, if you take your eye off the ball, you really do miss some great opportunities. And WaterSense, for people who are interested in saving water, saving energy, reducing costs, being efficient in their use of water, uh, you know, if the WaterSense program were to go away, I think that would, um, you know, it would, it would really lessen and, you know, I, I, yeah, it would really, I think, lessen the, um, uh, the focus you know, on, right. on that program. And as a result, it's going to lessen people's attention, um, you know, to the question of water and water safety and water efficiency. How safe do you think the program is at this point? Uh, hard to say. 
you know, yeah. hard to say. In this particular uh, budget cycle, we've seen, you know, we've seen some uh, some unique approaches and some, um, you know, dramatic cuts certainly in the budget. So it's really at this point, I think it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. You know, my great hope is that uh, Congress will, of course, you know, renew um, renew its funding uh, you know, in strong fashion for EPA, uh, and you know, that will help. Water sense continue on. It's a bit of an unknown at this moment, I'd say. Right. Speaking of Washington, there's always talk also of an infrastructure bill that could affect water, or water could be part of that. How would you envision that infrastructure bill taking shape and specifically affecting our industries? Yeah. Well, we're you know we're enthusiastic, frankly, about the infrastructure bill because we think that the components of the infrastructure bill that address water efficiency and safety uh, and provide funding for you know the water utilities and the you know the other water projects in the country uh, are certainly critically important and we you know so we're we're enthusiastic about that um, it's early in the process uh, there's a lot you know a lot of conversation and probably a lot of debate and a lot of back and forth to, to go on uh, around this issue uh, but we are definitely um, encouraged uh, by the fact that uh, you know, water projects still maintain a, pl- a place uh, in the proposal. So uh, we're opt- optimistic and hopeful that uh, that will continue to be the, the trend here. We'll keep our fingers crossed with you. Yeah. <laughs> we have been joined in this podcast by Carrie Stackpole, the new executive director of Plumbing Manufacturers International. And again, thank you so much, Carrie, for joining us. My pleasure. Good to be with you. WQA Regulatory and Government Affairs Coordinator with your regulatory updates. While states are working on legislation requiring testing in schools, states are also looking at the overall risk of lead exposure and creating task forces to specifically focus on drinking water contaminants. In Pennsylvania, a Senate resolution passed in June to establish a lead exposure task force that will look at lead exposure and hazards of lead. California is also proposing a similar Lead Advisory Task Force under their Office of Environmental Health Hazards Assessment. New York is additionally looking at establishing a Drinking Water Quality Institute to, among other responsibilities, develop a list of contaminants for testing by public water systems, developing maximum contaminant levels for unregulated contaminants, and establishing a clear notification process when dealing with water quality issues when there is an actual or potentially unregulated contaminant threat. And for more information, you can go to WQA's website to look at the government affairs bills list. I'm Kathleen Fultz for WQA Radio. I'm Stacey Ost-Kutzbach with a WQA News Update. WQA is calling attention to individuals who are going door-to-door throughout the country claiming to be from WQA by passing themselves off as water inspectors or offering to test a homeowner's drinking water. WQA does not condone soliciting door-to-door. The association represents the water quality industry and does not sell products or solicit to test water for the public. If you or anyone you know encounter someone going door-to-door passing themselves off as a WQA employee, please encourage them to contact WQA. I'm Stacey Ost-Kutzbach for WQA Radio.
And time now for our WQA tip. Have you checked out the Resource Center on our website? It's full of studies, publications, regulatory and government affairs updates, and of course, our always popular water treatment for dummies booklet. Go to wqa.org and click on programs and services and then resources. And be sure to check out the WQA Career Center for the latest opportunities in the water treatment industry. Look for the Careers tab on our homepage at wqa.org. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio. Be sure to forward a link to a friend or colleague. That'll do it for this show. For Stacy S. Kutzbach, this is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. Listening to WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Learn more about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, professional education and certification, find certified products and water treatment providers, and find out how you can become a member all at wqa.org. Thanks for listening.